Merry Pitchmas, everyone. Welcome to Basic Pitch. Normally, Paul is in charge, but you're going to hear my voice. I'm your old drinking buddy, Jay Dobbs, and I'm the captain now. We love this show. <laughs> we love this show. We make this show, but this is our special Christmas episode where I get the steering wheel and do my best to steer it into a ditch because what I do to rituals and traditions is ruin them, just like I ruin everything. <laughs> So buckle up for a weird one, everyone. Usually, Paula says that she loves rom-coms if they're based around Christmas. I do. I don't. What I do love is Amazon mining. What, what is Amazon mining? <laughs> Unidentified <you> <laughs> guest voice? Yes. <laughs> Amazon mining is when you go generally to a genre on Amazon streaming, for me, horror, usually, and you usually you would scroll right because it'll be a popular one and a little less popular i start at the top of the list and scroll left Whoa. i'm going to the bottom i want to find that hidden gem and this is related we'll explain the rest later because i have unearthed a gem for everyone who loves cinema <laughs> but we'll introduce uh, everyone else first i'm your holly jolly hostess paula and uh, i'm normally in charge but uh this this episode the inmates running the asylum and <laughs> our guest today we had last year and he was so much fun we had to have him back screenwriter jared rivet hello hi it's uh, great to be here tell us tell us a little bit about yourself for the for the Yes, obviously, uh, I probably know all these answers. Yeah, no, it's the. Uh, well, you guys know me from Dead Right Horror Trivia. We do. Which I host, uh, co host every month with Dr. Rebecca McKendry. I am a screenwriter and a voice actor. I most recently was a staff writer on the Nickelodeon revival reboot of Are You Afraid of the Dark, the three episode event series that came on in October. Which was super exciting. That's Thank right. You. Are you guys going to do a Christmas special? No. <laughs> no plans for a Christmas special. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you have a favorite Christmas special? Um, well, I love all the Rankin-Bass stuff. Of course. Um, so it'd probably be Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Oh, nobody, I don't think anybody brought that. No one they, said that yet. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. That is, that is that, I always get them confused. Is that Heat Meister Meister Burger? Is, or, is, or, well, or I mean, he, Burger Meister Meister Burger or the Heat Meister one? It's the heat. It's the no. It's the Burgermeister. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 That's the one. It's the origin. It's all right. like prequel jokes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, that's how he got the beard. Yeah. Oh, that's how he got the red suit. Oh, like it's all. He yeah. used to be skinny. Yeah. 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 I, as a kid, I would always get them confused because one. Oh, of course. Is, one is Santa Claus Come Town, and what? What is? What is the other one? What is the Heat Miser one? No. I'm trying to remember now. I think we have the box. Year set without over. a Santa. Yes, that yeah. is. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I think so. And I, I would always get them confused because be right. like, ooh, this one, and I'm like, oh, it's the other one. Right. Like, right. Because yeah. Year without a Santa is pretty great too. I mean, they're both fantastic. Yeah. It's just like. But they do blend together. Not what together. I'm expecting. Yeah. And for me, it's the musical numbers. I actually, I, I, we watched uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town the other day, and I couldn't remember if the song that was in that one was in that one or if it was in mm -hmm. one of the other ones. And then, of course, Rudolph messes with you because Rudolph has a song that was in it and then out of it. They took it out to get more and commercials then in. in the, <laughs> and then in the DVD version, they put it back in. Right, right. So it was one of those where it was like a trick because it's hard enough to kind of keep tabs on which yeah. musical numbers or which songs because they're all just clay right, mm -hmm. right. figures, yeah, yeah. you know. You don't recognize the artists per se yeah, singing yeah. the songs unless it's, you know, Burl Ives or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's probably my favorite is Santa Claus is Coming awesome. to Town. I think it's, is it Mickey Rooney as I think Santa Claus in that I one? Think right. I think yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is nothing like that. <laughs> uh, although, I, well, Santa plays a, plays a part, I guess. So I sort of apologize, especially, I sort of apologize to you, Jared, because I feel like I've invited you into my home to like sell you on Amway or a timeshare. <laughs> 
<laughs> because this is bigger. This is bigger than all of this. Wow. Have you heard? Have you heard the good word of our Lord and Savior, Bad Ben? No. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I honestly can't believe Jordan hasn't bent your ear about these films before. He tells everybody it who loves horror about It has been my favorite them. thing to tell anybody about for the last, last six months ever since so, I discovered yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I'm flipping. I'm doing my Amazon mining thing. Of and course. I see uh, this cover that says, the sixth film by Nigel Bach, Bad Ben, The Way In. And Ooh. I go, give me this right now. <laughs> so I play it. It is... Give or take, it's a paranormal activity, low budget ripoff. Okay. You know, it's, it's the simplest way to describe it. One of the things I love, all of the footage is completely justified. It's all either the guy shooting on his phone or the security cameras throughout it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then it gets weird and it gets funny. At one point, he finds a, a hole in behind a stove and he goes through it and we get go into kind of like a, a different parallel universe very uh, like phantasm that kind of like just like right none of this logic dream makes sense. logic yeah and it was great and and one of the things that was great about it was what i figure out the fact that there's essentially only one dude in this entire movie uh-huh. it is nigel bach he is the f- writer director star star and he is i can't tell how old nigel bach is i'm guessing i like i feel like it's insulting Ageless. maybe well he's a guy who strikes me that he looked older than he was when he was 30 mm-hmm. but now probably looks younger than he is in his i'm guessing 50s you know it's like that thing you know mm-hmm. he probably went bald a little early in life he's but he is uh, there's something so charming about him he's this jersey man not what he has the other jersey accent not not right. like the no, hey what are you talking about jersey accent like right. he's that other one right this is when i discover when it's over and I start researching, that not only is it the sixth uh, sixth Nigel Bach film, it is the sixth Bad Ben film, and I have started at the end of the franchise <laughs> as it existed then. The sixth film came out this year. Uh-huh. The first film came out in 2016. Oh. He is churning them out. Wow. So I'm going to give you a quick uh, uh, run-through of the Bad Ben series. <laughs> Disclaimer, to be totally honest, I now throw Nigel Bach a little cash on Patreon. I'm getting nothing back other than wonderful, wonderful entertainment. Pure joy. Because these are pure independent filmmaking. Right. This is a man pure doing cinema. what he wants, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> so Bad Ben 1, 2016, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty much exactly what I described Bad Ben 6 was. Mm-hmm. Tom Riley, the character that Bad Ben plays, or the, that Nigel Bach plays, has purchased this house at a sheriff's sale, a phrase I've never heard before. I know about police auctions, police but auctions. he keeps saying sheriff's sale, and I love it. <laughs> and he's wandering around this house, figuring out what he's going to do to flip it. Mm-hmm. He keeps finding things, and he gets excited. He's like, ooh, score, I can sell this snowblower, stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, Tom Riley's obsessed with money, which... It took me a while to figure out, it, it, like, Nigel Bach consciously chose that as okay. a character trait. Oh, yeah. So when you bought this house, it's fully furnished, too, by it's the way. It's fully furnished. It's, like, yeah. been abandoned. Yeah. So it sort of looks like when you watch a movie and you're like, I think that the filmmaker shot this in his mom's house. Uh-huh. You know, that's sort of Which how Which he bought it, how it at the sheriff's sale. At the sheriff's yeah, sale. Yeah, yeah. He bought it at the sheriff's like sale. It feels like it belonged to an older woman. From, from <laughs> yeah. The fir- there's, like, a, there's, there's, like, an ornate china cabinet yeah, in one yeah. place. Okay. But then there's also, like toys like 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 you know like expensive star wars stuff on okay. shelves too so yeah i i my guess is ancestral 
Yeah, my guess is it's it was Nigel Bach's parents' childhood, uh, childhood home, yeah, yeah. home, and right. he now lives in it, and his you know a bunch of mom stuff is still there. That's my guess in real uh-huh. life. In this, Tom Riley just has this house, and he slowly figures out that it's haunted, and he fights some demons uh, or whatever. Uh, uh, Bad Ben it, being one of them, uh, he sees like these 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 drawings of Bad Ben, and uh, and he he dies. He dies. Tom Riley dies at the end. Of one. Okay. Two is the most intricate prequel I've ever seen in which the married uh, young married couple Mm -hmm. who previously lived in the house Mm -hmm. are haunted, but they're also setting up every single piece that Tom Riley finds in one. It's like they're putting things exactly where he finds it. And I I just can't believe the level of continuity that he did to this. It was like things like he finds this old Bible in the garbage can. Well... During this movie, we throw the Bible in the garbage can. We now find out why (laughs) why. it was in the garbage can. We also find out that Bad Ben is this young couple's baby that is also a Jersey devil. Wow. (laughs) Losing my mind. But he died as a baby. Bad Ben is out in the woods. Uh, Okay. Bad Ben is a Jersey devil who is out in the woods. (laughs) Yes. All right. Yes, that one is called Steelmanville Road, which is obviously the road the house is on. Okay. Obviously. Batter Ben, the final chapter, mm. which we clearly know is a lie now. Um, that is three. Uh, that is when a paranormal investigative team shows up, uh-huh. and they're going to do a thing, and they find out Tom Riley was never, never died. He's just been hiding out because he's freaked out about what he saw. So they bring him back in. Okay. This one's pretty straightforward. Four. Interesting retcon. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, because why would you kill your own character? I mean, he doesn't like die, die. He gets like pulled into the basement and we uh, just hear like scream and then mm-hmm. we assume he died. Okay. Bad Ben, the Mandela effect. Ooh. Mm. This is the moment when I realized as much as I was entertaining, Nigel Bach is an artist in his own wonderful, unique way. <laughs> the Mandela effect <laughs> is the original film shot you know, writ small mm-hmm. three times whoa all starring him in like things like it's raining in one and it's not raining in the oh, other right but the one where it's not raining he actually goes like i thought it'd be raining today so and it's remembering it wrong we're yeah we're seeing three different we're seeing three reshoots with little details different and it's wow. weird but what a what an amazing choice <laughs> mm-hmm. uh we get uh, up to five, mm-hmm. the Crescent Moon Clown, okay. which introduces the Crescent Moon Clown. A oh. new, this house has many, many, many haunting things in it. There's, there's a Jersey <laughs> Devil. There's a Crescent Moon Clown. There's like a little, there's a different little boy ghost who's not Bad Ben, but mm-hmm. because we thought for a while the little boy ghost is Bad Ben, and later we figure out, oh no, he's a, Bad Ben is, is a Jersey Devil. Uh, of course Mm -hmm. then i explained the way in the way in is where he goes into this like parallel universe which as far as i know has not come back yet and i'm kind of furious about it because it was like what really hooked me on the first one bad ben seven which just came out this october oh my god and i've seen part of this one the haunted highway in which uh tom riley is now a pick you up driver his off-brand lift oh my god it all takes place on halloween night either in and around his car or in the house on Steelmanville Road. Okay. Which he doesn't own anymore. So he goes to yeah, pick he someone sold, up. He, he went back to the sheriff's like sale. Sold it. He sold yeah. it in six. And he's now trying to get rid of the demons for the for the new buyers or something. Is what, what happened in six. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so he gets he gets like a, a, a ding to like pick someone up from the house he used to own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and he that's now great. inspired by the team from three, Tom Riley's become a paranormal investigator slash pick you up driver. <laughs> Pick you up. Pick you up. Mm-hmm. Every time he opens the door, right at the beginning, he sets the like the the voice stuff. Yeah. He sets it to this great Morgan Freeman impression. So, and he's constantly opening and closing the door, and you just hear this. I can't do a Morgan Freeman. The door is a job, <laughs> <laughs> and you hear it like forty times, and it gets funnier every time. Oh, and and that's God. what I love is he kind of realized like if I lean not hard, but if I lean a little more into the comedy, yeah. I can still get a startle scare here and there, but the low budgetness, you know, just very it's all GoPros and right. whatnot mm-hmm. really makes it charming then. And like I say, he has a charm to him. This brings us now. <laughs> and oh now it has God. like a vampire. Like it gets crazy. Yeah. Wow. That, he has a talk there's a talking severed head in uh-huh. it like he ends up with a talking severed head in his passenger seat at one point. Okay. Highly recommended. That one so all the way up through seven, I believe, are all still currently streaming with Prime on Amazon. Okay. I recommend watching them in an insane order like I did personally, rather than starting at the top. Uh six I think is really the one that's gonna hook you the way in. That going this far afield, we're now back. Uh, and this brings us to Nigel Bach presents Bad Ben's Night Before Christmas. No. <laughs> yes. No. Currently a Patreon exclusive, but I believe he will get it up out to the oh public by Christmas of this year. And since you contribute to his Patreon. That's how I got to watch it <laughs> just this week. <laughs> and I was worried he wasn't going to be done in time. And so I was like, no, I want to do this so bad. So is it a full feature length it thing? It is not. It is a, it is a proper Christmas, Christmas special. special. It okay. is 30 minutes long. That's why I had that question. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I could talk this long and we're still going to get through this episode <laughs> without it being insane. This episode will be longer than Bad Ben, uh, but not by much. Uh, and everybody go watch these movies. This is my main reason for doing this. I'm doing an unpaid commercial for Nigel Bach and the Bad Ben series. Wow. But I felt like Jared especially would yes. really enjoy it. I oh, know. It's amazing. I know. I joked about if I ever get a round at trivia, I'm doing a Bad Ben round and everyone will just boo me because no one else no in the one room has ever heard oh, about man. it. Those rounds, by the way, go over so badly. <laughs> Yeah. When there's someone that goes up that just kind of has like their own little niche thing yeah. and they do a round on it. I've learned long ago not to do those. All right. So Bad Ben's Night Before Christmas. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. We get we get a we get a, like a preamble as we always do. All of this footage is shot on GoPros and from the uh, security cameras of the house on Steelmanville Road. Uh, Twas the night before Christmas. The new owner is dressing his tree and he's okay. like arguing with his mom on the phone. And, okay. he, and this house is a huge house, by the way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, mom. Yeah, no, I got a, I got a tree from Walmart. Yeah, look, I'm putting up decorations. Don't worry about it. Uh, and he's kind of awful. He's kind of a, I think he's supposed to be very off-putting. It's kind of a millennial cliche. Okay. Mm, uh, that's going to be my question, too. How old is he? Yeah, he is. He uh, flat out says he is 24 okay. years old at one oh. point. So, yes. Oh. He, he's, which... Is he even technically a millennial? Then? He is not a millennial, no. but he's, he's he, the character's a millennial, even though mm. the age is wrong, yeah. I would say. I... Mm. Uh, uh, Nigel Bach wrote this as stupid millennials. Uh, <laughs> this is his Christmas response to OK Boomer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he got OK Boomered one too many times. Uh, I don't think he's... He, Tom Riley looks boomery, and I think he is... I think leg- he's generation I X. think he's legitimately both in attitude. Like, he plays 
Tom Riley plays Boomer, but I think Nigel Bach is very much attitude-wise, very classic Generation X. Got like, it. okay. Uh, and as far as I know, these are these Bad Ben films are his only films. So he's. I, I mean, he's he made so many of he them. He started late, but he's killing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and and uh, so he's arguing with his mom, blah, blah, and he kind of walks away from the tree, and a ball, like, flies off the tree. Whoa. Like an and, ornament. Like an ornament, okay. yeah. So wait, so I have another question, too. So is all the furniture in the house still the same? It's exactly the same. Okay. There's a couple... Okay. There's so a couple, when you flipped the house, all of the furniture he's, stayed? Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. you don't want that... that it's going to... This is all cursed. We're not messing with yeah. all this. And I know Paula's favorite thing is uh, in the kitchen table. Yes. There are only three now. But there's there's placemats in the kitchen table that I was like obsessed with because when I, I walked in the room and he was watching this and I was like, a grown man does not have placemats like that. Those are like the placemats of a 60 year old woman. I think they were like floral or something. It's just like they were, it was a very weird detail to me. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, and no, no, he's slipping this house. Those aren't his placemats. No, you, but you made me so aware of them. I noticed in this one, there are now three placemats and I don't know where the fourth one went and maybe I forgot something happened to Whoa. it because he is so detail oriented right. of things that have happened. When he does Mandela Effect 2. Yeah. There'll be, be, be a fourth each placement. One, each one, there'll be four. I remember ones. there being three yeah. placements. What? I, I spilled wine. I stained one of those placemats. I threw it away. <laughs> then a couple more ornaments fly off the tree. And he's like, ah, oh, that's weird. And he like goes to put them on. And in the corner, right behind the tree. Like, Is the Jersey Devil and he's shaking the tree? No. These, for just a second, like like a classic, like bewitched, like in-camera effect edit these like three demon looking things in red and green go boo and they like kind of like show up and make a screaming noise right in the in the corner right behind the thing and he's like so are these played by people they are human beings okay uh we're gonna get to that they're all played by joe bashara (laughs) (laughs) no there's a there's a short one and two tall ones okay and and we get just like scare and then we and then we get like a little uh, uh, a credit thing knock at the door tom riley has been called by the mom oh no oh to to investigate the paranormal yes, entity because yeah. she she was she we'll get to that in a second uh so he's like you know hey this happened and he's kind of like yeah but maybe this didn't happen maybe i just had one too many beers you know he like he did a thing when the first ball came off he did that like like hobo thing where he looks at his beer right and, and then, like, then dumps it out yeah, yeah. he yeah. didn't quite and do now that he's sober. <laughs> he, yeah <laughs> he, he like half did that yeah <laughs> So Tom Riley's like, yeah, well, I'm a paranormal investigator now. And mm-hmm. so I'll take it out. And he, he's like, this is a standard ghost meter. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. He's like explaining it. And he's like, and he, and like, there's some stuff about it, like giving people cancer, but I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, uh, and you're a young guy, so you don't have any kids. So I'll keep it away from that part of you, wow. which was a what? very weird, what? just off-handed yeah. thing. Wow. And Tom's kind of like constantly mean and dismissive of everyone, <laughs> which I love about him. <laughs> Um, so Tom's like, you know, I've been in this house before, you know, I like know about this house. No. And the guy's like, yeah, the guy's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, he finds a box of sand. It's like a cardboard box. No, it's like a, sand. like an ornamental box, you okay. know, kind of like a, a gift of, box. oh, so like it might be like it had ashes in it, but it's sand. Maybe. Yeah. It almost looks like one of those, a uh, giant version of like something you might like put like a nice engagement ring in it, but you know, okay. just kind of a, a big, yeah, it could be ashes and he, and, and it's, that's making his thing beat. You know, mm. making the ghost thing beep. The cancer causing. The cancer causing. He's giving cancer to the sand. <laughs> Sperm count uh, declining. <laughs> ghost detector. Uh, and he goes, he goes, hey, what, you know, what's the deal with this? He goes, oh, that was a housewarming gift from my ex-girlfriend. She got you a box of sand? <laughs> That's literally Tom's response. Like, 
a demon box of sand. So she's like, fuck you. You are cheating on me. Here's a box of sand <laughs> yes. that actually has demons in it. Yes. <laughs> so they, they, he's digging or he's like, you opened it? And he's like, yeah, I opened it. Oh, it was okay. sand. So does it, maybe it has like a talisman in it that the demons are tied to. It has three figures in it, which Tom Riley breaks one of them while he's taking out, which is absolutely a thing that just happened while they were rolling and he oh went with God. it. He's like, oh, great. I broke it. He's like, <laughs> well, here's a leg. <laughs> Which is, this is what I love about these. He just rolls with it. And they're definitely written. Uh But there's definitely a chunk of improv in there. But that makes them, because he is so charming, that makes them feel real. And I Mm. love him. And so he's like, here's a leg, hold this. And he's like, and he's having trouble getting the third one out. And then uh, the the guy, uh, Nico, by the way, his name, the the millennial, he goes, oh, yeah, these these are the guys. These are what I saw. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which, and Tom Riley just throws him in the fire and the movie's yeah, over. we're done. He goes, I, I like, because Tom Riley is also vaguely misogynistic. I mean, he hates everyone. He's a misanthrope, really. He's like, yeah. I hate right. to break it to you. I think your girlfriend's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they go into the dining room, this big, nice dining room, and he's like, and there's like, there's like this um, Santa, like, like a mannequin with Santa clothes on it, like looking out the window for okay. like decor, uh, which we saw from it's the a very oh, weird home alone thing. To I do. know, but I really like it. Like if we wow. had the right window, I would have, to- I would totally do this next See, year. See, And Paula went to home alone <laughs> and I went to maniac. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Joe Spinell and his mannequins with the wigs, <laughs> with the, with so the scalps funny. stapled to the head. So he's like, he's got this big book that we've used before and he's like going through the book uh-huh. and he's like, this is basically like a police sketch for uh, paranormal investigators. Let's see if we can figure out what these oh things my God. are. So it's like a grimoire sort of. Yeah. And so the, and the, and the millennial guy is like, he's like, this is all bullshit. Like right. I hate mm-hmm. this. Right. And well, is he all bullshit? He's like, he's like, this is all bullshit. Somebody's playing a prank on me. He's he's just more like I don't believe in this crap, and I can't believe my your my mom sent sent mm-hmm. you here, and, right? And and they're also completely at odds just instantly because Tom Riley's kind of an off putting human being, which right. everyone mm-hmm. kind of acknowledges. But he, Tom Riley's always like asking people like, "Are you always this much of an asshole?" Like other mm-hmm. he asks a lot of people, "Are you always this much of an asshole?" Which is great. <laughs> um, so he finally gets to this page. He goes, "Well, this is them, right?" The guy's like, oh, yeah, that's them. Like, there's a drawing exactly of what he saw in the book. Right. And uh, he goes, oh, it's the evil elf queen Oh, and her two jesters. Oh, oh so the queen must be the smaller one and the jesters must be the taller Very one. Very much. Okay, so let's see. Uh, and number... yeah, what is the evil elf queen's backstory? Do so, we... yeah, in number six, we go to the alternate universe. So I'm wondering if they went to fairy and these are all from the dark side of fairy. Oh, oh, interesting. Not a bad guess. What about you? What's, um, what do you think your backstory let's is? Let's see. Well, it's got to be Christmas related of course. to me. It has to be something Christmas. So I am thinking that she's um, some sort of a Snow Queen variant. She's like the uh, real source of the yeah, Snow Queen myth. story. Yeah. And uh, the two elves, I don't know. They're just minions. The jesters. Yeah. Oh, wait. Jesters. What, if, what if she used to be Mrs. Claus? And Ooh. Santa was bad to her, so now she's like the patron saint of scorned women. You're semi-close. You're much closer than any of them. Uh, she tried to take over the North Pole. No. And Santa banished her. Oh, I'm team evil elf queen. <laughs> she, is, she is Satan to Santa's Je- God. God. I just said Jesus. It's not Jesus. Wow. Jesus is different. Oh, that's amazing. That's, I love that. I love it. Um, wow. 
And Tom's like, like I don't even know why. I do. Like, I, I, like Tom's also like annoyed that he's been drawn in. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, Millennials like, look, I don't, I still don't believe any of this. My mom sent you because she saw you on some live stream, which is a reference to an earlier thing. He's like, I told her to take that down. <laughs> um, and he goes, look, I'm twenty, I'm twenty four. I don't believe in evil elves, and I don't believe in Santa Claus. And right as he says. I don't believe in Santa Claus. Does the Santa Claus mannequin turn and look at him? I that's what I w- I was so waiting for it to come alive. <laughs> I was staring at this thing going, "Oh god, oh god." No, somebody clearly just from off camera throws like a 100 uh Christmas ornaments just into the shot like at them. <laughs> which is amazing. I think they're supposed to have like flown off the tree at mm-hmm. them, but it's like it's like that it's like that Saturday Night Live sketch where somebody's ju- supposed to be like uh, looking over the side of a boat, and then somebody just, just clearly just hits them with a bucket of water. Right, yeah. right, right. It's right. that, but so how do they react? I love they're that. just like they're like, holy shit! Okay, you know? okay. And do they all yeah, yeah. smash? Are they like the kinds that shatter? No, they're they're plastic. They okay. kind of they kind of bounce. Oh, it seems uh, much we, better if they smash. Yeah, I know. But I can't, mean, but you know, money. But you, yeah. mul- multiple yeah. takes. Multiple takes. <laughs> yeah. Although it doesn't sound like he does multiple takes. Yeah, I think he does. I think he does, but he'll keep little things in that make it super real mm-hmm. so they go back into the room uh the living room the living room is all messed up the trees uh on its side mm-hmm. uh, uh, ornaments everywhere uh and uh they're kind of walking around and kind of get they're still getting on each other's nerves and finally uh tom asks the millennial well what do you do for a living mm-hmm. uh so let's see it's jersey it's exceedingly my first, millennial my first thought was like he's a tech a tech bro but in jersey it's more millennial than that think of something that will really infuriate tom riley that he makes a lot of money doing oh is he an online real estate guy no or, uh, uh, i think jared might have it is he a youtuber very close he's a he's a professional gamer Oh. He, play, he plays video games on the internet and people watch it and Tom is furious that he was able to afford this house playing video games so he's like pew pew die but with a thousandaire instead of a millionaire yeah 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 he's making a comfortable living <laughs> well I mean because he's not being racist at least that's true <laughs> Uh, which which sets up which sets up Tom to go listen Fortnite oh no oh. I have to draw the spirits out Tom's entire way of dealing with the spirits. He doesn't he doesn't really go in for like, you know, uh they're not real spells. spirits. They're more like they're more like mythical creatures. They're kind of like just demons that yeah. kind of live around the house. For some reason they're all mm-hmm. attached to the house, yeah. Uh but well, we know why. It's because of the box of sand. The, like, well, that's these, very obvious. These are, these are the box of sand. Yeah. But why so, are oh, all he draws of on the these? spirits right. of the house got it? But yeah. so it's interesting because in this particular case, it's a known an established within the continuity of yes. these movies a known haunted zone a yes. haunted yeah, yeah. structure so, so it's hill house but, but it's in suburban new jersey we keep but new this is a box of sand that came in by from coincidence outside. from outside mm-hmm. yes. yes so does he get the ghosts to fight the demons we'll get there so it's almost like a halloween movie if like michael myers was doing his thing and then they were like oh yeah by the way some other guy escaped from a <laughs> jason, mental hospital yeah. jason, jason just, just showed, showed up, up. <laughs> yeah Jason showed up at Haddonfield. <laughs> um, and not because, or maybe because of Michael. Who knows? Right. Um, Tom Riley, kind of an off-putting human being, but in the most Jersey way possible. He doesn't wander around, like, reading spells. Mm-hmm. He walks around with a candle, and he goes, stuff like, hey, 
evil elf queen oh, no. and your scrawny gestures show yourself. <laughs> Come on out, you diminutive bitch. Like, he just, the most Jersey way, Jersey way of bringing these things out. So he just wanders around and just Jersey guy insults the demons until they pop out in a, in a, you know, a, a scare. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so the... So and they just pop out in the middle of the room. Like, do we see their full no, bodies? No, we move. We move. There's a camera that's on a tripod. I think it's a phone, actually, on a tripod that we move to the top of the stairs that go down to the basement, mm-hmm. which is which is also where the uh, hole into the other universe was. Mm-hmm. And a lot of bad things have happened in this basement, actually. And so we get a shot like straight down uh, the stairs, and we hear Tom Riley going, "Show yourself, bitch." Uh-huh. He's uh, he maybe hits bitch a little too often for me. I think that is a complaint of mine. Uh, and she finally comes around the corner, and it's like some sped up footage. And she like comes at the she comes at the camera, and it's mama, actually mama boy, style. Yeah, it's it's kind of disturbing actually. Okay, and she's she's dressed sort of like an elf at the mall, you mm-hmm. know, who's next to Santa, who's helping. But then she has like this like creepy skull, messy mask thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay. kind of unsettling, actually. Okay, She comes at him. She attacks him. Then one of the jesters pulls him, uh, t- pulls Tom Riley into the bathroom. I know too much about the geography of, I want to visit Najibok's house because I want to just be like, yep, and I know it's behind that door. Right. And I, know it's behind, I know this house so well. <laughs> pulls him into the bathroom and we hear struggling and millennial guy is like we just see him like standing and watching from like going oh no oh no oh no and nigel bach finally comes out and he's like take that box of sand and throw it in in the front and i'll drive over it with the riding lawnmower and then they'll be gone (laughs) (laughs) no he's wet oh so he got a swirly did the elves give him a swirly a hundred percent no they flushed my head in the toilet <laughs> and it wasn't uh, clean. Uh, <laughs> right then, just as it happened to us, you'll hear in the outtake episode, a doorbell rings. Yes. That would have freaked me out if we had just been slightly off at this timing. A doorbell rings. Wow. Who's at the door? Um, The vampire. No, 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 no. This is a character we've never met before. It's got to this... be the mom, right? Not the girlfriend. I think it's the girlfriend. You think it's the ex-girlfriend? The ex-girlfriend okay. who delivered the box. I'm going to say the mom. Jared's going to say the ex-girlfriend. Yes. Pause closer. It is a 28-year-old priest sent by the mom. Oh. Oh, wow. Mom's really <laughs> Mom's going... pulling the strings here. Yes, exactly. She's the puppet master. So the priest comes in. Tom is also not very cool with the priest. <laughs> <laughs> but the priest is kind of like, you're a paranormal investigator. Like, that's bullshit. Uh-huh. So he's, he, Tom's just like, fine do your thing and he, they just sit down and the millennial and tom have a scene where they're just kind of getting on each other's nerves back and forth and then we're cutting back and forth to the priest just like doing the holy water Sprinkling thing holy water uh, all, all over now has tom riley just as a backstory question has mm-hmm. tom riley addressed <clears throat> with demons and such has he addressed has he talked to priests before has he dealt with exorcism i before? don't think we've ever had anything we've had some religious stuff because right. we had a bible and a cross right. there was mm-hmm. definitely but we i don't think we've I don't remember ever having an another person from the church show up. Okay. I maybe I was once. Just curious. Yeah, no. It's a good question and yeah. it's funny because the guy asked, the millennial asks him, he goes, "Oh, so I guess you're not very religious." He goes, "I'm very spiritual." Oh. He goes, "I'm very spiritual. I've been on mountains with monks." <laughs> wow. 
And you know that's a euphemism. <laughs> he might have literally even said, I've been with monks on mountains and shit. It's possible. I might be I might be embellishing. Oh, and but since, it's basically that. since the priest is 28 years old, he recognizes uh, the Twitch streamer and is like, I'm a big fan. I know. I wish. I wish. That would be great. Um, <laughs> uh, the only thing of paranormal activity throughout all of the priest scenes is behind the priest's back, a light like flickers on and then off. Ooh. We do a lot of that. There's a lot of like in the other the room right. the light turns on and off or something like that right 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 so uh then he goes uh the priest goes into the basement tom riley's like i would not go into the basement like you do not know what you're doing i'm the expert on this house you're an idiot and the priest is like i'm a priest trust me my, trust me my child trust Which, me. Uh, <laughs> my son and he's gonna go down and find a crib full of creepy dolls nope he goes down he screams and he disappears oh well oh. they they run after him. they hear the screaming and they run down the stairs the millennial abandons tom Tom's like, what the hell, man? This Where are you? My house. Why, why, yeah. why am I down here? Why is it always? Uh, this is why I like working alone. Right. Which I also like when Tom works alone because he's always the best part of every one of these movies. He's wonderful. <laughs> okay. I, so one quick thing okay. though, every single time we see a uh, one of the security cameras we know where it is because we have a little burn in in the top that says like which living is really room, living nice. room, basement. living room one, bathroom, basement, which has been basement for whatever seven films i don't think mm -hmm. we ever see the basement in in the seventh one is now been relabeled man cave man oh, and it is nice. semi-furnished now oh, yeah gamer that son of a bitch i got, got more oh. mad i like i already disliked him as a character and now i'm like you you suck but i like that there's still cameras <laughs> yeah in the, even yeah. though it's not a tom Riley's house yeah anymore. yeah <laughs> well, no, these camera, these were the these security camera was put in by the couple from Steelmanville Road. Tom right. just activated them. Uh, okay, so they're all using still the same security. It's system. the same security system now through three owners. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. So, um, so we have the evil elf queen. So I'm still gonna go with like if evil elf queen is real, that means Santa's real. So I think we're still dealing with light fairies and dark fairies. Mm -hmm. So I'm wanting santa claus to come in in the end and defeat the dark elf queen with his light elf powers Whoa. but him to actually sort of look a little bit like an elf like he's a little scary too i am real santa claus i am not gonna say i'm shocked just how far forward you're thinking uh but i'm impressed no, i'm impressed <laughs> i read a lot of we'll shitty see. books with like uh adult female private investigators who are like boning werewolves and elves and stuff so but that know, would be I'm a good thinking. uh deus ex machina moment if, if be? everything if just got, comes in got completely out of control there's no no way they're gonna get out of and it then and then tom santa turns claus into shows. santa oh. oh go full santa claus yeah uh, the with santa the, with claus. The to fight her yeah. yeah um tom then goes back upstairs millennial's gone he's like damn it mm-hmm so he straps a GoPro on his head of course. and goes mm -hmm. outside. Wow. One of the things, as I think I said before, one of the things I love about this movie, at no point do we ever get footage we shouldn't have. Okay. He has thought about, like, Waiting for Guffman has one scene where Christopher Guest screws up and there shouldn't be a camera right. somewhere. There is no, there is no God footage. There is only truly found footage and I love it. That's great. It's important. So he goes outside with the GoPro on his head and right as he steps out the front door, he hears uh, an unholy growl. Mm. Who is it? It's a character we've mentioned somewhere in here. I'm going to go wacky and say it's Mrs. Claus. Ooh. And Mrs. Uh, Claus came down to find the evil elf queen. Well, uh, maybe it's... Uh, <sighs> uh, the the ex-girlfriend. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's possessed. It's Bad Ben, the Jersey Devil. Oh. No! We don't see him. We just hear... We, as fans of the franchise, recognize we recognize this sound. sound. And he goes... And now I've completely forgotten when Tom got 
totally cool with Ben. Okay. It might have been in, in uh, The Way In. But he goes, stay right there, Ben. Uh, you know, or stay close. I may need your help. Wow. <laughs> and have we seen fully seen Ben in other episodes? We, we see more see, hinted at. We see Ben in three, I think. And it's like pretty... Uh, the design's actually really cool, but it's like very much like After Effects animation. Right. You know, right. it, it's like very like green screened in kind of okay. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we always try to limit how much we're we're dealing with with Ben for that mm-hmm. exact reason. Uh, it's a lot of <laughs> you hear that a lot. That's like it's a very much that type of sound <laughs> off off camera. Uh, you know, from far away. I, I would like to say that it's too bad, uh, listening audience, that you didn't get to see what that looked like <laughs> just now. That's what I assume. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. great. Please don't ever do it again. <laughs> That's my favorite sounds to make. <laughs> so he trudges into the backyard and we see in the distance, we're all we're all POV, uh, you know, we're all Tom POV now. Uh, we see in the distance, in the dark, in the woods, there's woods behind the house. Uh, we see some Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. So we start heading towards the Christmas lights and what, what's what's there, the Christmas lights? It's Santa. It's Santa. It's got to be Santa. <laughs> no, it must be Santa. It must be Santa must Claus. must be Santa. <laughs> it's the gamer and the millennial. Tied to a tree back to back by Christmas lights. Wow. With ornaments in their mouth. Like what do you gagging mean the gamer them. and the millennial? You mean oh, the, gamer the priest? and the priest. Gamer okay. and the priest. Millennial. Oh, yeah. Oh, the oh, two oh. millennials. And they each have Christmas balls in Stuffed their mouth. Stuffed in their mouth. So they can't talk. And they're like, mm, mm, Okay. Mm. So now we're getting to Pulp Fiction territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, spit them out. And they like, they had to have rehearsed this so much. because, And I, they go, mm, mm. And they both pop. But I guarantee they're like make two noise you know so that right the comic timing is wonderful mm-hmm. wow now that they can talk what do they shout the calls are coming from inside the house you're like next door uh-huh. the most obvious thing get the box of sand out here turn around turn around mm-hmm. he spins around evil elf jesters uh. actually fair again fairly like done right like it like it's startling okay nice. so they're so they're wearing like red and green costumes and then yeah. masks or they, and then the masks. they have body paint they're, no the same thing okay. red and green like like green legging or maybe red leggings and a green shirt are they and then like, jing- like jingle bells yeah i think there's jingle bells oh, wow. on the on the on the hats they have kind of santa e hats do they do they jingle do they make noise a little bit yeah we hear a lot of like every time he's like trying to bring them out like occasionally we don't see anything but you then just hear a jingle you just hear <laughs> And then it goes away, and he goes, "Did you hear that?" And the other guy goes, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Oh." Uh, so yeah, yeah, they are accompanied by bells. Oh. And so, and so, because Tom, here's the other thing: Tom is an amazing badass. Like he, he, at least, he, like, like in a very like Big Trouble in Little China way. Mm-hmm. Tom at least believes himself to be a super badass. And he so has, he punches one of them in the face. Not quite that, because he's most of his powers involve his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says. Hey, hold on. There's only one of me, and there's three of you. So we, you might want to go back to hell and get more of your demon buddies. Wow. <laughs> you and what group of Boy Scouts? And they, like, kind of, like, take two scary steps forward, uh, and then... The Elf Queen shows up. Yeah, the Elf, no, the elf Queen's got... there in the middle. Elf oh, Queen's oh, in the oh, middle, oh, Jester's oh, on oh, either three side. All three, three of them. Does Bad Ben fly in? Bad Ben swoops in. And... And, and grabs their hats. No, just flies off with one of the jesters. Oh, nice. I love that. <laughs> and they go, oh, shit. And the other two, like, run away. And he goes, thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> 
for some uh, reason, I'm picturing Ben being this really big bear, like this no, big. Ben I know is he's a not. Huge, yeah, he's a huge kind I, of dragon that's I, red I don't and know red, why. And, red and uh, well, because gentle Ben, yeah, just gentle, gentle Ben. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. He goes, thanks, Ben. And they're like, what was that? And the priest is like, was that the devil? <laughs> He's like, well, sort of. <laughs> it was a Jersey devil. <laughs> wow. So he, a devil. Yeah. Not he goes, the not the devil. He, so he goes and sits them down on the, um, on the front porch. He's like, look, uh-huh. I'm going to handle this myself. But don't go back in the house because they might show up there. He's like, yeah, he's like, you guys stick around. I'm going to go in the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to handle this. You guys are doing nothing but like so, slowing me down. Did, did he untie them? Oh, yeah. The... He tied them and brought them back to okay. the front porch. Okay. Yeah. This is the stuff I love. So he goes back to like just filthy mouth trying to anger Elf Queen and just like, come on out. He's constantly talking about how scrawny the henchmen are, which is a weird through line too. He just, and they're like average, tall, not overly skinny dudes, but I mean, mm-hmm. you right. know, but he's always just, he keeps just calling, he's like scrawny jokes and like malnourished jokes. No, is, is Tom uh, Tom's like a little, is no, buff, no, no, he? Tom's, you know, Tom's very much a middle-aged man. You know, he's got, okay. a, he's got a belly. He's got, you know, he's, you know. A little zaftig. Uh, yeah, no, he's, I mean, my thing is, I would almost be mad if he didn't, he looks exactly like this character should look, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. And I'm obsessed with, especially when you're doing stuff for yourself, finding what what do I look like? What's right. my persona? You know, I love professional wrestling and the same thing. You right. know, it's like, and I, you know, you kind of lose track. You kind of, you know, stand up, you have to do the same thing. You're like, yeah. oh, I don't, like a friend of mine wanted me to be on his sketch thing and play a film expert. You know, like, you know, I got a master's degree in cinema studies. I don't look like a. F- nobody's gonna. Right. Nobody's gonna cast me as a film. Right. Uh, yeah, they're gonna cast Jared. Yeah. 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 You do. Oh, yeah. You yeah. look much more. Yeah. No. You, exactly. you look academic. Jordan looks like he should be selling fireworks out of the back of his truck. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And I mean, I could. I could be a film. I could be a film teacher. Yes. But you would never real cast life, me as one. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, so, but so Tom, uh, <clears throat> you know, very much Nigel Bach has figured out. I look like his this, yep. and I know Tom Riley, and mm-hmm. I love it. So Tom's wandering around, and at one point, the lights go on and off, and uh, he just goes like, oh, you're turning the lights on and off. Oh, that's scary. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, like, you wouldn't believe the shit I've seen. He's like that. That's what I I love about him. Insulting them to death. Yeah, he's just, he's like, he's like, he has such a bad attitude about it, because every other one of these, you know, because I mean, this whole genre, everyone's always like very like self-serious and this is right. important and portentous just, and yeah he's, yeah or they'll be like we just want to help you go to the light or whatever yeah. right, right, he's, right he's like, like get the jerks. get the fuck out of my house you pieces of shit like that's what he, he is he's like he's like a he's like an exterminator if you could just insult rats enough to leave <laughs> And I love it. <laughs> Have you ever watched any of those ghost hunting shows? Yeah. Yeah. I used but to love. But even those, they're very, they're always very, they're well, never like. But there's one though. Like, is it Ghost Adventures? Which one's the ones with the, with the goth the kind of bro dudes? Zach Brannigan. Yeah. Zach, 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 Zach. Not Zach Brannigan. Baggins. Zach, Zach Baggins. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. They do the that. Museum. Oh, yeah. They yeah. will charge into these places and they're like, hey, we hear this place is super haunted. <laughs> so why don't you like come and kick our asses? Because we've heard that you're like a bad guy. Like you had like a women and children but now you got us here what are you gonna do about that motherfucker come, come try and fuck me up right ghost. right 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 or like use my power take our come on we got all these batteries here suck the batteries dry and use up all these become powerful I but they do it. they always kind of charge in well and the thing is and tom, demand tom is legit the thing is tom legitimately has seen shit though mm-hmm. is the thing it's like unlike baggins yeah unlike yeah. baggins like tom's like straight up like he's friends with the jersey devil at this point <laughs> like 
So his attitude is he's just an expert for a reason. He's just he's just over it at right. this yeah. point. He's just like, oh my and I he's kind of sick of this house. You can tell right, like as right, a character, right. he's he's like, Christ, how do I keep coming back to this house? <laughs> um So so at one point he's going through this this one room and there's this couch that's a little away from the wall, and you see the henchman and the and the elf queen just kind of rise up behind it and then go back down. Like they're peeking over. Yeah, they're like, and that's the thing is this movie will have jump scares and then it'll have like really goofy Muppety comedy like that wow. and I love it and then he goes around the back as you know he would have seen the them yes and he goes oh there you are he picks up a doll you're so close except for it's stupider than that and I couldn't have possibly set this up he finds his iPad that he's lost like three movies ago what <laughs> it's an important prop again for the Ben heads. Right. Uh, and he's like, there you are. Sweet. Score. I got my iPad back. Wow. <laughs> so he's like, how can I draw these Christmas demons out? I need a Christmas demon. He goes to the okay, kitchen. So, so he goes to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I will give you that. Okay. So he's either going to like make cookies or he's going to do something that's like the opposite of Christmas. Um, no, I think, well, I, maybe. I, my, my thinking, he's got to, he's got to, yeah, no, he's got to do something super Christmas. It's so got to be. He's going to make a ham. Egg, eggnog <laughs> or make a ham or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, wait, wait, he's going to put out milk and cookies. There yeah. it is. Milk and cookies. Oh, shit. If it works on Santa, it'll work on them, he wow. says. <laughs> I think that's the other thing I love about Tom Riley is he is constantly talking to himself, but. He's one of the few characters that does that, like, talking by yourself just so there's stuff happening on a movie. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't sound expositional. It really sounds like it's just, like, that's how he actually is when he's alone. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love it. So he leaves the milk and cookies out on, oh on, on, on the just on the kitchen counter, <laughs> 100%. And the henchman, like, pops in. And is go- it like he's like a super goofy pop in and starts eating the cookies? He starts eating the yeah. cookies. No, uh, no, yeah, the, it's a little startling when he pops in. Like it's a it's another like bewitched camera effect, if I remember right. <laughs> and uh, he he starts he starts eating the cookies. And then Tom Riley's like, "Jokes on you! There's rat poison in those." You're so close. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks the milk. Holy water. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clutches his throat, bursts into a puff of smoke. Wow. And then he comes in and says. The joke's on you. I put holy water in that priest, what's his name? He literally says priest, what's his name, which is my favorite thing. The man who wrote this forgot the character's name or or made an amazing choice to have him forget the character's name. Either way, wonderful. Priest, what's his name, left his holy water around. Ha ha. Wow. Pasteurized, homogenized, holy eyes. <laughs> With added vitamin D. (laughs) The D is for deity. (laughs) And so now we're we're back to some GoPro footage and he's like, okay, okay, I gotta figure this out. And he goes to the uh, he goes to go up the stairs Mm -hmm. and uh And there's the elf queen. Elf Queen's there. Again, Mm -hmm. pretty actually like I I jumped the second time I watched it. I was like, you're good at these jump scares. And he he really, he leans on the sound effect to really sell it too. Mm -hmm. But they they work. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, 100%. That's great. He's the new James Wan. He rules. (laughs) Wow. And so Tom Riley, like, all GoPro, and he's like, oh, okay, shit, this this is a scary bitch. (laughs) He literally says that. (laughs) He goes, "Uh, that's a scary bitch, is a quote. I need something that's going to scare her. What would scare her? It's got to be the mannequin in the sand outfit, right? Turns, looks right. Oh, Santa mannequin. No. T- he uh, 
starts to undo the back of the Santa. You know, it's like oh, Velcro in the back. Oh, he's gonna become Santa. Dress like Santa Claus. I like that better. And in honestly, one of the best pieces of like this is a great, especially for like found footage. You know, uh, point of view camera filmmaking. You get this. He's the beard. Cam? He's getting no. He's getting dressed, and he looks down and goes it, all uh, GoPro. He goes just one last piece, and the hat sitting on the on the the table, and he goes. I have to take this off, and he puts the GoPro down on the table, like facing s- himself. Side, no, sideways. sideways. He's mm-hmm. off camera there, uh-huh. and then walks into shot and out the door in the shot. But it's sideways. It's so, like, it's simultaneously really planned yeah. out, uh-huh. and yet feels offhand. <clears> and right. I was just like, "Wow, God, this guy, God, this guy." Like, usually a filmmaker who is truly working in. A self-sustaining, like nobody's coming in and saying, "Oh, we gotta have more comedy." Hey, can mm-hmm. you have a scrappy do? Right. He's a true, you know, one-man show. A tour. He's not tour. Yeah, hundred percent. But often in this day and age, they tend to get worse because right. they kind of like start buying their own shit. Yes, yes, yes. And Nigel Bach is getting better and better, and he's great. So, uh, so he's now he's in the living room. There's the evil queen. They're circling each other. The evil queen has a knife. Okay. Which is I was. It, is he, it like a dagger? Or no, like it's a like straight knife? up. It's straight up just a like kitchen just, knife. It's like she grabbed out of the kitchen yeah. while she was and there. Yeah, and he's like, okay. there's no need to bring a knife into this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of great. And he does, and he's like, oh, oh, they're kind of circling each other. And he does the only thing he could possibly do to protect himself. He swings at her with a bag full of presents. I like that. Santa hat. Santa hat uh, <laughs> uh, gets thrown, uh, uh, uses a weapon. Uh, he, he starts singing Joy to the World off key. <laughs> wow. And she's clutching her ears. <laughs> and Joy to the World. He's like very purposely bad, bad singing. Mm-hmm. And he grabs what? Now, now that she's stunned, the box, oh, the, the, the box, the box yeah. of sand, hundred percent, box and of sand. He throws it in the fire. No, he says, "Get back in the box, you bitch!" Wow. <laughs> While he's singing, and she goes shoot, and she shrinks and goes mm-hmm. in the box and closes it. Wow. Uh, oh, then what does he do with the box? I still want him to like kind of, throw it in the fireplace. He's kind of proud of himself. Oh, he does. No, actually, you know what? He spends a lot of time because he kind of like is looking around. And he spends a lot of time going what am I going to do with this box now? And it's like very real acting because he's like, I'm going to put it on this. No, I can't. No, that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to put it. And he eventually just puts it on the coffee table uh-huh. and then puts something heavy on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to do with the box? Is he going to like give it to the priest? Like, how are you going to get rid of these totems? Again, Tom Riley, the realest dude in any movie like this, as far as I'm concerned. That's what a real human being does. Oh, it's yeah. totally, yeah. that's the most realistic thing. That's <laughs> like, fantastic. You know, something heavy, it's fine. <laughs> what is it? What is the oh, object? It's like, I think it's like a, I think it's like a, it might be a, a laptop. Whip. I think it's one of those like laptop pads that like when you're sitting on the couch, because it's like right next to the couch. I think it's like the laptop pad. Oh my God. It's a missed opportunity. He should have pulled, pulled out that old Bible that he found in the Yeah, trash. I know. That right. would have been. Oh, that would have been great. That would, or yeah. Farewell to but Arms. I think the Bible's long gone at this yeah. point, I right. hope. Uh, and, he, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so uh, he, he then, now that he's put that, he like straightens the Christmas tree and he like puts like two things and he's kind of like, just like, yeah. And he, as he walks out, he does like the total, like the last episode of Cheers thing. He like 
almost looks at the camera on the way out. He stands in the doorway. He, it's the stand in the doorway, but it's like, a, you know, more the because the door is more not straight at. And okay. he just goes, Merry Christmas. And walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. Then we get then we get uh, one more scene on the front porch. With him and, and the gamer. Him, him, the him and the millennials. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, he's like, well, you know, I, you know, I've seen some things. I know you don't believe in this, but if there's one thing. You know, I, I know. And I think he's covering that they missed a shot or something. He says, and if there's a, if there was the question, if there was the question, <laughs> you're going to see him catch it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't believe in Santa Claus. And then. Real Santa shows up? No, just. Whoa. And they like. They look up into the sky. They look at the sky and they all three like track the same thing. Right. Because you know, we, we don't, don't, we we don't, don't the shot. It, right, yeah. right. And they all and kind of. like, Santa, get down here and grab this box for <laughs> <I> bitches. <laughs> I think we also, I think we get a ho, ho, ho. I think we get a ho, ho, ho. ho and they go. Ho, ho. <laughs> and they go like. And then they do, they all do, they like. Shake that. Nah, nah, wow. nah. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. Cut back to the living room shot. Mm-hmm. The box is gone? The mannequin is now real Santa Claus. The tree fall. Well, a ball comes off the tree. No. Uh-huh. Tree falls down. Tree shoots out the door. Whoa. And then the uh, elf queen does one last pop in scream at the, the camera. Frame, right at the, right right at the, the frame. Right at the camera, like real tight. And then it cuts to black. Merry Christmas. The end. Uh. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. I like that they don't necessarily know if what they really saw was Santa Claus when they all saw it. Mm-hmm. They all track the same thing. Like, and if you were to an hear it, <laughs> then that would be one thing. Well, no, that couldn't have been. You know, you oh. do the, you, then, then you do the drink, the, 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 <laughs> yeah, the yeah, alcohol, yeah, you know, the, the, the wino, and then he dumps it out. Um, but wow. Yes. So you get the so, the paranormal activity scare. Yeah, at the end. yeah, yeah, exactly. And then in Bad Ben Eight, do you think the millennial is going to sell the house back? We're, this is this is this is. Te- I mean, so, well, I guess this is the special. This yeah, is yeah, Bad yeah. Ben Seven Point um, Five. So guess. do you think do you think the millennial is going to be like, I'm sick of this haunted house, and he's going to sell it back to Tom I, for I like ten dollars? I think I think Tom is going to come back in possession of this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but also it's possible, Nigel, because like with the haunted highway, while we didn't get, we still had. It was, house action. It was tied into that. We we escaped. We spent most of the movie in the road, he, in, the in his car because he had yeah. you know in in right, 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 cameras right. and stuff. So I think it's possible Nigel Bach goes more that direction mm. as I've heard. Um, but let me ask you this: yeah. is that is that last little kind of tag scare scary? Because it sounds yeah, like no, it the could jump, be really the ju- scary. The ju- well, it's it's it's. I mean, they are very low budget. And it's that's a static a shot, of, right? Yeah, it's a sta- they're always static shots because it's the security camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the jump out scare is very. Right, it the- like totally works. The tree is fine, but it's also charming because it's really clear that there's just the somebody string. off camera with a string. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's what I love is the the ball goes and the ball's pretty great. Yeah. When the tree goes, it very much bends where the string right, was, right, and then right, goes right, down, right. which right. is charming. It's like, like because it's yeah. like it's like he knows he's. It's like as long as we like it, yeah, that's what matters. He knows he knows he's not making the conjuring. He right. can't. Right. He doesn't have right. these resources. Yeah. yeah, like I I've said constantly, but it's so true. Nigel Bach as Tom Riley, which is definitely there are character choices because I've. Because you're a Benonite? I'm, it's just a Benite. It's oh, just sorry. a Benite. Uh, <laughs> this is a real word. Uh, but I've watched like some of Nigel Bach's like, live streams as himself. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he is a completely different human being. Okay, like, so like, Tom Riley really is a character. It's a character. I mean, it's it's to a certain extent, he pretty much talks the same and stuff. But sure. when he's on the live stream, yeah. uh, he doesn't like... 
he doesn't call everyone a bitch. Okay. You know, <laughs> only Tom Riley calls everyone a right, bitch. Right, oh, right, right. Uh, 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 Nigel Box seems to actually be a very charming. Like, I so would it's t- the Rudy Ray Moore Dolomite. Yes, a hundred percent that. Okay. Like, okay. I yeah, yeah, I want to have a beer with Nigel Bach. Yes, I want to be in a bar near Tom Riley <laughs> and hear him being an asshole to somebody. Right. Is is the is the difference? Got and it. and I love them. And so honestly, as I said, this is my giant commercial. So as we say at the end. Are you going to go find at least one of these? Yes. Uh, yes. No, absolutely. This sounds fascinating. And I'm also fascinated by the business uh, kind of. So here's the, and this is a quick, quick no, observation that I've had. Bring it. Um, you almost think that Nigel Buck is, saw like, okay, Oren Pelly mm-hmm. spent $20,000, whatever it was in Paranormal Activity, yeah. made one movie, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He ended up making one other movie, but it right. was kind of like, you know, sat in the shelf for years and, but <clears throat> became a probably a billionaire i mean at least a, a right. multi-millionaire oh, yeah. he, he pretty much retired and he retired and now yeah. he, he has like a whole other business whole other life so here's nigel bach like that guy made one movie in his own house for twenty thousand dollars and never has to really work again right. mm-hmm. and now you have nigel bach it's like how many of these fucking things do i have to make <laughs> before I, somebody i think he's really having fun yeah, i think it's yeah. the other way like around a, I, mean, I think he's i think he's retired early and this instead of a model train set in the basement right. this is what he does and and he's i think he's getting enough from the patreon that he's not even really coming too far out of pocket okay. um, to mm-hmm. make these i like i that's that's the wonderful world i got i got very mad today this will give you exactly when we uh, taped this uh, I got very mad today when I found out that they sent a new DCP of cats. Yes, uh, they are. They are doing. It's been in theaters for two days. Day one patches on these things, and I'm like, I'm like, it's unbelievable. It's I'm unprecedented. mad about it. It's and unprecedented. Ni- yeah. And Nigel Bach is the only pure cinema that we still have yeah. in America. Yeah, right yeah. Nigel well, Bach is a true auteur. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, and he plans everything out really and, well. And I know, I d- I'm definitely going to watch this. And I know that like. You know, and, and especially with, with what we watch, uh, always, there is this layer of irony, especially me when I'm putting up with a, a Hallmark or a Lifetime movie. I started watching these, like, with a layer of irony. Oh, it's so cheap. Ha, ha, ha. Right. And it's like... But now you're invested. I'm, I love them. Yeah. I pay for... You know, they weren't you, just you, you stupid invested. free one. I give him money. Yes. And I interact with him on, on Facebook, and he's doing it all right. He does yeah. these things where it's like, hey, I'm going to do a live... Uh, stream and then he like picks names out of a hat and like just sends them like Funko Pops and stuff like <laughs> oh that's another thing he when he's wandering around the house uh-huh. uh because there's all these like toys there's like minion oh. there's minions at one point he's setting up things he's gonna sell no 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 these are just away. like to- these are straight up toys okay. yeah and and I have no idea if there are kids involved that have never shown up because uh, and but uh, he's walking around the millennials house while he's looking for the demons and the whole time his running commentary is like why does he have like minions and scooby-doo like he's 24 years old like what the hell and he's like he sees like a pet bed he's like where are the pets right like and you're like i'm pretty sure this is your he's like shitting on himself right like he's like what kind of grown man has a has a r2d2 on the thing (laughs) but it's totally it's got to be his r2d2 i think right 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 right, Um, right. and it's so wonderful yeah and it's yeah because this house is simultaneously an old lady's house that then has a Funko Pop and a Yoda right. on the wall. Right. And, Why would she and, have these and, things? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's because it's 
because it's Nigel Box's house. I assume. Again, I'm going to have my mind blown when I find out that Nigel Box like, oh no, this is my friend's house. Right. And he just lets me constantly take it over. Right. The amount of shooting he does in here, it has to be his house. It's right, the right, only right. thing that makes sense to me. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Unless and he's I a hope, real estate agent or something. I hope it's. Well, well then, we he, then he would have gone, gone broke because uh, he hasn't right. sold this house for three right. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I hope that it actually is on Steelmanville Road. Like, well, it I probably should, is. I, yeah. I should actually go to Google Maps to I see would, if I can find yeah. his house. I would I'll, bet. I'm see, stalking I, you, Nigel Bach. See, <laughs> By the way, I'm actually, sending a link to my, Nigel yeah. Bach. Oh, well, please. I, I assume he actually was a, a real estate agent, and that's why he made his character a real estate agent, because that's something that he knows. Oh, yeah, right. that's something then, you can right, retire. He, you can make enough money you retire yeah, early yeah, on. Especially if he inherited this house or got it at a sheriff's sale with the placemats. <laughs> <Maybe it's laughs> and he's like, great, I can, I, I'm going to sell my house for a lot of money, oh. and I'm going to move into this house and... What's like, going to be funny is someone it. is going to chime in after yeah, yeah. listening to this and say, you know that sheriff sale is a real thing, right? Oh, I'm sure it's a regionalism I just, yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I assume I've never like heard that term. I assume they're in a, in a county where they don't have police, they only have sheriffs. I right, assume right. that's what it is. It's just, it's also his accent makes it wonderful. And uh, I can't do even close to an impression of the accent. And it's, yes. But it's part of his charm is this accent. And he's called out his own accent so too. So you, your advice is to start with part six? Uh, part six, weirdly. I okay. would say, because by part six... Nothing gets overly explained. It, it is it is kind of baffling, uh-huh. but at the same time, there's a lot going on. Whereas in part one, they're still figuring o- it out. There's only Ben, right? And and so in this one, there's there's a Crescent Moon Clown, and there's Ben, and there's this, and it's like right. things are happening, right? Uh, and I think that'll it, at least how it did it for me. It hooked me. I watched these in a total bizarre order. I would then go then. Well, to I mean, the there start are, there are go. plenty of franchises where yeah. getting into one of the sequels is I the have, way. I have you know. I have been trying that from now on. All everything that's a, a pre-sold franchise, yeah. the Maze Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, start with Scorch Trials. Scorch Trials. See, I saw the first one is the only one I've seen. In the first and one, I really is, liked the first. Oh, one. see, and I found the first one to be a slog, but I hadn't oh, really? seen. Because Scorch Trials is great. Ah. You wouldn't last a day in the Scorch. <laughs> my favorite line any trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you're going to look one up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to watch it. I, I really want Nigel Box to go Fast and Furious with this. And I want him to start building a paranormal a team? team. So the but next I, movie, it's going to be the priest, him, and the elf queen. I yeah. want there to be a, a team. Uh, I want there to be a team of just all cloned Nigel Box. I want all Tom Riley. I want multiple Tom Riley's. <laughs> oh, I like that. That he is, he's after effects himself in because he's my favorite part. And right. I, I just want more of them. I want oh. them to hate each other too. Oh no, <laughs> they're very congratulatory of each other. They're dicks to everyone else. And then they like turn to each other and go like, good one, dude. <laughs> oh, I want there to be one where he comes outside and he, another one of him comes outside and he realizes all of the houses on the street and on both sides of the street are the same house. <laughs> oh, and God, he's in all of them. We, 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 oh, that'd be wonderful. Well, <laughs> you know what? No, serious guys, Serious pitch. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to say this totally seriously. Uh, they should do a new season of Candle Cove, and it should be Nigel Bach. Wouldn't that be fucking great? I'm into that would be amazing. Think about what he could do with like a million dollars an episode. I'd wow. he'd probably keep a lot of it. I, yeah, he probably would. Yeah, I don't want. I don't. What do want, I? Want? I only want his budget to like bump up by the yeah. tiniest. There's bit. There's a great Candle Cove where they're mostly in a, an abandoned neighborhood the whole time, yeah. and they go uh-huh. into like two houses. Right. Wow. Nigel wow. Bach. I love you, and I think I've converted two people. Uh, you have. Thank you. Uh, where can we find you on social media, uh, Jared? I am on uh, Twitter. I am Jared Rivet one I think it's just boring old Jared Rivet one uh, Instagram, I am ScribeJR. That was not meant to be a pretentious. It was a nickname. <laughs> uh, and I'm on the, the Facebook under the Jared Rivet. And, and also uh, Dead Right Horror Trivia. And um, on Facebook. 
and uh, Earbud Theater. Always check out EarbudTheater.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do audio dramas. I've produced and directed and starred in a bunch of those, written as well. Um, and then check out uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? You can get it on uh, iTunes and Amazon and all that good stuff. Digital download now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess that's... Oh, and I was in a short. Uh, it, it has like a Christmas tie-in. It's called Meet Cute, M-E-A-T. And uh, it does have kind of a Christmas uh, a tag. So, so it is kind of Christmas appropriate. Check that out on the YouTube. I'm on Instagram as Gangrene Jean. That's the disease plus the pants. Oh. And at Paula Hayfley on Twitter. I'm J Dobbs Rosa everywhere. J-D-O-B-B-S-R-O-S-A. And because this has been such a love letter, go to Facebook, which is where uh, Nigel Bach does most of the things. Go like the Bad Ben page. He does a lot of really fun stuff. And you might get a, like a Funko Pop or something out of it. And it will be the way to go find his Patreon. If you like these, it's the only way right now to see the Christmas special. But you can give us, you can give him as little as a dollar a month. And you can, you can get to the Christmas special. Uh, but I assume he will eventually have it up on Amazon. Very cool. You can follow the show at Basic Pitch Pod on Instagram and Twitter or at Basic Pitch Podcast on Facebook. Yeah, and you know, if you can give us a review. I saw some reviews. There were some five star reviews on, on iTunes. So some of you guys listen to me. I really appreciate it. I, I don't use iTunes, so I can't even give myself a fake review. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank you so much, uh, those of you who did. And if you haven't, please do. It would help us out. And uh, that would be great. Well, thanks, Jared. And uh, You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Just remember the only way to defeat a demon is to just attack it with raw misogyny and <laughs> misanthropy and and just shout at it and milk and cookies that's the jersey way <laughs> and mary pitchmas mary pitchmas mary pitchmas